You're listening to the Taking Perfect Action Podcast, and today I'm going to talk about how and why you need to hire your first personal assistant ASAP. So if you are currently feeling overwhelmed in your business, it's not growing the way that you'd like it to, or you are thinking to yourself right now, no way, I am not ready to hire anyone in my business, then stay tuned. Hello and welcome to the Take Imperfect Action Podcast. My name's Allison and I've been running my own businesses full-time for the last 10 years, which has allowed me to up-level my life, my finances, and my mindset, and it all happened by taking imperfect action. My goal with this podcast is to help you step outside of your comfort zone by giving you specific action steps that you can take that'll grow your online business and positively impact your life. I love giving you the steps, the strategies, and the kick in the pants that you need to get growing in the right direction. So if you're looking to leave your perfectionism at the door in order to make a much bigger impact, then you've come to the right place. Thank you so much for being here. Now let the fun begin. Hello friends, it is Allison from Wonderlast.com. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I am extra excited about this episode because it has been a long time coming. Today I want to talk about how and why to make your first hire in your business stat. And this is something that I have mentioned several times in previous podcast episodes because I have frequently talked about hiring and how I put it off for a really long time. And in every episode, I'm always like, oh, I need to do an episode on how and why to do your first hire. And then I haven't done it yet. So this episode is long overdue and I am so excited that you are tuning in for it. And if you are currently thinking to yourself, oh, well, I'm not ready to make my first hire just yet. I think I'm going to tune out. Please don't. Stick around, humor me, because those are the exact type of thoughts that I had for many years, and they majorly stunted the growth of my business, and they kept me feeling super overwhelmed. I put off hiring for years. I worked as a solopreneur in two different businesses for almost a decade before I officially hired any help. And if I could go back and rewind time, you can bet your brightly colored buttons that I would not have made the huge mistake of waiting so long to hire help. Because that's what it is, it's a mistake. Most people think, Oh, you know, once I have a big profitable business, then I'll make my first hire. Or once I'm making at least X amount of dollars, then I'll make my first hire. And side note, it does not have to cost you a ton of money to start outsourcing, which I will be talking about here a little later on. But as my friend and mentor, James Wedmore, often says in response to these types of thoughts, The reason you can't afford to outsource is because you haven't outsourced. Let that sink in for just a hot minute. (laughs) The reason you can't afford to outsource is because you haven't outsourced. And why is that? It's because what happens is when you are doing all the things and it is just you, you get bogged down by all of the busy work. You are spending all of your time on the busy work, not the revenue generating activities. And so it keeps your growth stuck. You are spending the majority of your time and your energy on the tasks and to-dos that might very well need to get done, but they're not really growing the business. 
And if you are also like I was, then they're also killing your inspiration. Like for me, I would often wake up feeling super inspired and ready to go and ready to start the day, but then I'd have to do customer support and check the email. And by the time I got done an hour later, my inspiration was gone, zapped. For me, that activity would just totally zap my energy. It was soul sucking and would just kill the rest of my day. And I made every excuse in the book as to why I wasn't ready to hire yet. Oh, no one else will be able to do it as good as me. I have to do everything to ensure it gets done right. Or, oh, I don't want the extra monthly expense. Or, oh, I don't know how to hire or who to hire, so I think I'll just avoid it. Or, oh, I don't have time to go through the hiring process. And oh my goodness, yes, I actually told that to myself. And that alone was a huge indicator that I needed help. If I didn't have time to hire someone, then I really needed the help. But when I finally dropped those BS excuses, because that's what they are, and I hired my first personal assistant, it was a complete game changer for both my life and my business. I got so much of my time back, time that I could then spend on more important stuff, stuff that I should be doing in my business, like for instance, creating these podcast episodes, and I no longer had to do the soul-sucking activities that drained my energy, drained my time, and drained all of my inspiration. It was like a huge weight had just been lifted off my shoulders, and I could now focus on the activities that truly lit me up, got me excited, and that would also really grow my business. So if you're listening right now, and if you are like me thinking to yourself right now that you can't afford to hire help yet, or that you're not ready yet, then I want to challenge you that you are, you are ready. And the quicker that you can offload some tasks and stop wearing all the hats in your business, the faster that your business will begin to grow. Because when you are a solopreneur, as you probably know, you wear a lot of freaking hats. You are the visionary. That's the person who uh, does the what and the why. You're dreaming up of where your business is headed and why it's going there. You're the integrator. You're the person who figures out, okay, that's the vision. How is it going to get done? How do I execute and turn that into a plan? You're the content creator. You're creating content for your audience, maybe videos or podcast episodes or blog posts, emails, social media posts, your customer support. Yes, if you have sold just one product, then you are doing customer support. And if you haven't sold a product yet, then you're still getting bogged down in email because chances are you check your email and you're getting emails from people and you're getting questions from people who are needing things like tech support. So you're also tech support. You're handling all the requests from your audience, your email subscribers of, oh, I tried to download your freebie and the link isn't working, or I tried to download your freebie and whatever's not working. So you're dealing with that. You're also the marketing team. You're doing all of the messaging and the copywriting and you're handling any paid ads that you might be doing. You're also taking care of branding. You're doing things like legal and taxes and all of the unsexy stuff. And you're the fulfillment department delivering on what you're selling. You are all the things. Oh my goodness, I'm getting overwhelmed just reading that list. And like I said, I've been there. And 
You also have limited time each day to work on your business. If, I mean, well, you are just like every other human being. We all have 24 hours in a day and some of us have more time than others to devote on our business. And no matter how much time you have, you got a limited amount of it. And so it gets to the point when if you are wearing all the hats where you constantly just feel overwhelmed and behind and you are spending all of your time just trying to stay afloat with the millions of tasks on your plate, <gasps> can you relate to that? Can you relate to that? And if you are thinking yes right now, or if you are silently nodding your head, then you most definitely need to hire a personal assistant ASAP. Now, there are a lot of different people that you could hire in your business because as we just kinda, or as I just kinda listed, there are a lot of different roles in your business, but a personal assistant is a good first hire because they can handle a wide range of really random tasks. And when you're making your first hire, you wanna just start off by handing off those lower level reoccurring tasks that keep you bogged down each and every week. So things like customer support, checking and responding to all emails, things like creating graphics, maybe for Pinterest or for social media, creating things like landing pages and thank you pages for all of your free content, editing videos if you do videos or editing podcast episodes if you do podcast episodes, things like managing your Pinterest account if you use Pinterest, bookkeeping, taxes. Those are the reoccurring tasks that do need to be done in your business, but they don't need to be done by you. And trust me, when you hand off some stuff, you too will say to yourself, oh my goodness, I cannot believe I waited so long to do this. So let's talk about how to hire your first ever personal assistant. And I'm getting really excited because I know that this is gonna be an absolute game changer for you because it was for me and it is for every single person that I know who has finally made their first hire. So this is something to get excited over. So how can you hire your first personal assistant in a way that is easy and not totally scary and overwhelming? Well, I got it down into six steps. You can handle six steps, right? Totally, you definitely can. So step number one to making your first hire for your personal assistant is simply sitting down and go ahead and make a list of the reoccurring tasks that you do each week in your business. I'm talking about tasks like the ones that I just mentioned above, you know, email, customer support, managing different social media accounts, creating graphics, editing, all of those things. Once you've written down all of the tasks that you do in your business, those reoccurring ones, then next to each task, give a rough time estimate of how long you spend on each one every single week, or if it's a daily task, every single day on that task. Once you're done, I mean, this can be done in literally five or 10 minutes, then move on to step number two. Step number two is simply go ahead and circle the tasks that you dislike the most and also the administrative the, the administrative stuff, the busy work. So again, things like checking email and customer support, those are reoccurring tasks. They're kind of just administrative tasks that need to get done and they're reoccurring. 
uh, creating graphics, editing, taxes, those types of things. And then anything else, circle anything else that really truly just makes your soul feel like it is shriveling up inside. So for me, like I mentioned, for me that was email. So that happened to be a reoccurring task that also sucked my soul. So circle the soul sucking activities, circle the reoccurring uh, administrative tasks, and the things that you could hand off to someone else. Now, things that you wouldn't necessarily want to hand off are the things that truly need you at the forefront. Things like being the visionary for your business. You know, only you can decide where you want your business to go. What is, what is the big picture? What is your why? You need to be the visionary. Or things like creating content at the heart of it. So for me, like with these podcast episodes, these are my main form of core content. I'm the one who comes up with the podcast idea. I'm the one who kind of outlines the episodes and obviously I am the one who records the episodes and that is what I do. It would be really weird if I had my assistant record these podcast episodes, right? If she was the one talking. So I can't hand that off, but what I can hand off are the things afterwards uploading the podcast to all the different places, writing the show notes, putting it on the website, creating graphics for the podcast, all of those things I can hand off. But the things that truly need me are the things that I keep. So go ahead and circle the tasks that you dislike the most and also the administrative stuff, stuff that when you get honest with yourself, you don't need to be doing. Once you've done that, move on to step number three, choose one or more of the activities that you circled to hand off to someone else. Now, if you outsource just one thing, which is totally fine, especially if this is your first hire, I recommend handing off email and customer support simply because that is something that has to be done in the business and it can be a huge time suck and it definitely doesn't need to be done by you. So if you are overwhelmed with the thought of outsourcing, start with handing off just one thing a week, one thing a week, like commit to handing off email and customer support totally doable. After that, move on to step number four, write down the amount of hours per week that you estimate the activities that you want to hand off will take. And this is going to be really easy because you already in step number one listed out all of the activities with the rough time estimates of how long they take. So for example, if you're just going to decide to hand off email to start with, which is awesome, and you know that it takes about 20 minutes a day, then that's about an hour and 40 minutes per week that you need to hire. And just think about this for a second. What would having an extra hour and 40 minutes per week mean to you? Like, where could you spend all of that extra time? What better, more important activities could you be doing in your business with that extra hour and 40 minutes? Maybe you could finally have time to create that content, which is going to grow your audience, which is going to help you get more paying customers. Or maybe you would finally have time to create a paid product in the first place. Or maybe you would finally have time to, you know, do that promotion or to focus on activities that are going to help you make the sale. So write down the amount of hours per week that you estimate you want to hand off. Then move on to step number five. Create a process for how to do the activity that you're handing off. So again, if you decide, you know what, I'm just gonna start off by handing off my email and customer support, then make a process for how to check your email. Create some canned responses. And there's a couple different ways you can do this. Keep it simple. First of all, you could simply 
create a video of you yourself checking and going through email. There's a tool called Snagit. It's totally free, which allows you to record your screen and or you at the same time. And then once you're done recording, it gives you a link where you can then share that video. So you could just check your email as you're recording yourself and kind of pretend like you are talking to the person who you're going to be training and just walk them through how to check your email. Now, I definitely recommend uh, for email creating some canned responses, like what are the common questions or troubleshooting issues or whatever that people are coming to you for and create canned responses, but just kind of go through and explain how to deal with each one. Now, I love to use a thing which I have mentioned a million times already on this podcast called Process Street, and that is a piece of software. It is free for the first three processes where you can go in and create a workflow for different tasks in your business. So for me, I have a process in Process Street for how to check and respond to email. And so I just walk my, you know, I walk someone through, I have a video of myself checking the inbox so they can just watch it and know exactly how to do it. And in Process Street, I also have all of the uh, email templates for different types of responses, depending on the different questions. But, you know, whatever it is that you are going to hand off, just even if it is one activity, create a simple video showing someone how to do it or a process, get as detailed as you want or make it as simple as you want. But again, you could do this in like an hour, depending on what the activity is, or you could even do it in like 10 minutes, depending on what activity is. But create a process for how to do the activity that you are handing off using either Snagit and or Process Street. And then lastly, move on to step number six, create and post your job listing. That is it. So there's a few different ways that you could do this. You could do a job listing on Craigslist, or you could do a uh, job search on a website called Online, Online Jobs PH. I will link to it below. But that is a website where you can hire an assistant from the Philippines for just a few bucks an hour because their uh, pay, pay hourly wage, that's what I'm looking for, their hourly wage is a lot different than, for example, here in the United States. So if you need, for instance, just an hour and 40 minutes a week to hand off for email, you could do that for like $10 or less per week. So it does not have to cost you a bazillion dollars a week for the price of like a fancy pants cup of coffee and maybe a regular cup of coffee per week. You could start getting more of your time back. So again, that's online jobs, PH. You can search through just hundreds of people to begin hiring tasks out to for just a few bucks an hour. Or if you have an email list or a following on social media, then you could also just share the job listing with them. So that's how I actually did my first hire. I had a pretty big email list and um, I've got people on social media. So I actually just shared the you know fact that, hey, I am hiring with them and I got applicants that way. But choose just one way to post, whether it's Craigslist, online jobs PH, or sharing it with your followers pick one way and just do it. And if you're not sure what type of stuff to include on the job listing itself, then you can actually have a look at the actual page that I created when I did my first hire. I created a basically a landing page 
landing page and lead pages. And that is where I sent all of the people who were interested in applying for the job. So I will link it below in the show notes, but I spent a little bit of time creating that page because for me, it was really important to have the right people applying for the job. I wanted to pre-qualify people just through the hiring process. So if you take a look at the page that I created for all of my job applicants, you'll see that it's a little more detailed. The process for applying is a little more detailed because I wanted to pre-qualify. I wanted people who were truly right for the job to apply. And just a little side note tidbit, I personally think it is the most important to hire someone who is in line with your values and your personality versus just experience. Because experience is something that is gained and skills are something that can be taught and learned versus if you hire someone who is not in line with your values, who doesn't mesh with your personality, then it's gonna be a clash right from the start. So I put some time into actually creating my application page to ensure that the people who applied for the job were the right fit right from the get-go, and that helped me to weed out anyone who absolutely was not gonna be the right fit, which saved me a lot of time and which saved the people who might have applied a lot of time as well. So like I said, if you wanna see exactly what I put on my own job listing page, I will include the link to that page below in the show notes. So take a look, feel free to just not literally copy and paste it, but to see what I've included on there and to include the types of things on your own page as well. But that is it. Just bat the bullet and do your job listing. It does not have to be super complicated. I know it is a little scary. Trust me, I was scared crapless when I first did my first job posting and was doing my first hire, but it is so, worth it. And remember, you can start small and start by just handing off one weekly activity, one hour a week. And once you hand off that task and you get some time back, use that time to focus on the revenue generating activities in your business. Now, side note, if you're not sure what those are, then go listen to episode number 35, which is all about five revenue generating activities that you should be focusing on in your business. And I will link to that episode below in the show notes. But once you make your first hire, then as the weeks go by, you can hand off more of those tasks that you circled on your list. Just add them in little by little. So let's do a quickie recap on how you can easily hire your first personal assistant in six simple steps because they truly are simple, totally doable. Step number one, sit down and make a list of the reoccurring tasks that you do each week in your business along with the average amount of time that each of those tasks take. Step number two, go through and circle the tasks that you dislike the most and also the administrative stuff, the reoccurring tasks that happen week after week after week. Step number three, simply choose one or more of the activities that you circled to hand off to someone else. Go ahead and put a star next to it. Even if it is just one task that you are handing off, which I recommend, uh, be email and customer support to start with. Step number four, write down the amount of hours per week that you estimate the activities that you want to hand off will take. Step number five, create a process for how to do the activity that you are handing off. You can use Snagit to record a video where you're walking the person through how to do the task. 
and or you can use Process Street to create a workflow for that task. And then step number six, simply create your job listing and post it. And again, if you would like to see the exact job listing page that I created for my own hire, then check out the link below in the show notes. But that is it. Keep it simple. You got this. You can do it. It is scary. That is okay. Lean into the fear. All of the growth in your business, all of that real growth is going to happen outside of your comfort zone. And the sooner that you start handing off even just one thing, the sooner you can get your time back, the sooner you can feel less overwhelmed and more inspired, the sooner you can start focusing on the revenue generating stuff and not all the busy work. It is so worth it. I want this for you so bad. And I'm so passionate about it because like I said, life changing. <gasps> okay. So I hope you found this helpful. I hope, I hope that you do this ASAP. Again, don't put it off like I did. It's very important. Let me know if you have any questions. You can tag me at Wonderlass on Instagram. I am happy to answer questions. Or if you found this helpful, or if you go through this and you make your first hire, I want to know about it. So tag me on Instagram at Wonderlass. But you could legit have this done in a week or even a weekend. You just this. Just imagine this, two weeks from now, you could have a personal assistant handling all of your email and customer support. <sighs> How would that feel? Let me tell you, it feels great. All right, so get to it, go on, do it. I wanna hear all about it. And I cannot wait to connect with you in the next episode. Wait, don't go just yet. If you enjoyed today's episode, then I would really appreciate you letting me know by taking a second to leave me a review on iTunes because your reviews helps my podcast get seen by more people, which allows me to keep the good stuff coming. And if you aren't already following me on social media, then you can get extra tips and inspiration over on Instagram by searching at Wonderlass or by visiting my website, wonderlass.com. You are freaking awesome, and I am so excited to connect with you more in the next episode. In the meantime, go forth and kick some butt.